0: Are you guys excited for Friends Day next week? Oh, seven of you. All right. I'm excited for Friends Day. It's to have friends, family, co-workers here. And it's going to be a great, great day. And I really think it's a great time, if you're a business owner, to have your employees here. Uh, And if you uh, work for someone, have your boss here. I, I just think it's one of those messages. It's actually next week's my favorite message of the series as we talk about how do you get a promotion how do you get a raise? What, what, is that, what does that look like? And so I want to talk to you about that. I really think it's going to be helpful to uh, your employees or employer. And I think God's going to work in a great, great way in, on Friends Day next week. And also on Friends Day in our 1030 service, we're going to have John Marshall Middle School with us. We're going to have the, the teachers, the administration, the principal. We talked with the principal. been in conversation with the principal. They're going to all be here in the 1030 service. As our friends, and we're going to bless them. We have a list of thousands of dollars of things that they need in their school so they can be a success this year, and we're going to provide them with a lot of things next week thousands of dollars. Thank you, People's Church. It's really because of your generosity and your heart to give and your faithfulness that we're making a difference locally, nationally, and around the world. So, Friends Day is going to be super special for us next week, and I want to encourage you to be here at Deeper Night on Wednesday. Uh, it's this Wednesday night at all of our locations at 7 p.m. And listen, we all just need to go deeper. It's, it's, it's your pastor's desire that we would all have a hunger and thirst for God to go deeper in his presence. We, we need his presence. We need his touch on our life. And I know some of you have never been to a deeper night or uh, you, you really say, man, Pastor, Wednesdays are just too busy. Would you make time to be here? We're going to take communion together. We're going to worship together. We're going to hear God's word together. We're going to lay hands on you around the front of this building and pray for your needs, for God to do miracles in your life. We need to go deeper in God's presence. Is there anybody besides me that's hungry for Jesus? Come on, anybody here? And I re- I'm really hungry for the Lord. I need his touch. I need his power. I need his presence. And what you need is more of the Lord. You say, Pastor, I get off at 6 30. I don't have time to get myself together and something to eat. Listen, we're going to have free pizza here, so grab something to eat, bring the kids, get some pizza, and, and come worship God. There's child care for your children, activities for our, our youth. Be here Wednesday night. I can't emphasize it enough. We need God's presence in our life. Let's pack out the house and go deeper with God this Wednesday night. Well, we're in this series, Like a Boss. How do we win at work? We're looking at that, and how do we find fulfillment in our work? And today I want to talk to you for a few moments about working myself to death. Working myself to death. There, there were two friends, and one friend challenged his friend to an all day wood chopping contest. And he told his friend, I can chop more wood than you. And his friend said, okay, it's on. And they both got their axe and they started chopping down trees and wood is falling everywhere. It was an all day wood chopping contest. So at lunchtime, well, the, the, the man who challenged the other man took a really short lunch break, really quick lunch break, got something to eat and went to chopping wood all day long. And he was laughing to himself as he watched his friend chop wood because he looked, up and his friend took a. He took a morning, early morning break, and and then he took a mid morning break, and then he took a long lunch break, and and then he he watched his friend laughing, thinking, "Man, I'm smoking him." He took a, an early afternoon break, and and then he took a late afternoon break, and and and, he, and his friend just kept chopping wood all through the other friend's break. And at the end of the day, he was laughing as he went over to check out what his friend had chopped, and he noticed that his friend who took all of these breaks had. more more wood chopped than him. And he was mad and he was frustrated. He goes, how in the world did you chop more wood than me? You were taking all of those breaks. And he says, oh, what you didn't notice when every time I took a break, I was sharpening my axe. And I want to talk to you today about how to keep your axe sharp. Can I tell you that God wants your life He wants your work. He wants your mind. He wants your body to be sharp. And one of the things that God has put in place to keep our lives sharp, to keep us sharp at our workplace is what's called the Sabbath day. And the Sabbath day, when you look at the scripture, God says six days we should work. But one day a week, we should take it off. It's a Sabbath day. Take it off from our work and rest. And what God teaches us is this. If we violate the Sabbath day, we actually hurt our own selves. Our life, our work becomes dull. And what God wants, us to, ha- what wants to happen in our life is he wants us to experience the gift of the Sabbath instead of the consequences of not taking A Sabbath day. The scripture says in Exodus chapter 16, verse 29, they must realize that the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. Come on at all of our locations. Everybody shout gift. Oh, that was so weak. Come on, everybody shout gift. Yeah. Yeah, understand this. You have to realize this. They must realize and you and I must realize that the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. That is why he gives you a two-day supply on the sixth day so there will be enough food for two days. On the Sabbath day, you must each stay in your place. Do not go out to pick up food on the seventh day so the people did not gather any food on the seventh day. And so here's the context. The Israelites had just come out of over 400 years of slavery to the nation of Egypt, and now they're free and they're living in the desert, and God begins to pour down this manna this bread in the desert, and their full-time job in that desert was to go out every day and to gather food so they would have something to eat all day long. So every day they would go out and gather food, but God said on the sixth day, gather double the amount because I don't want you to go out on the seventh day. The seventh day is the Sabbath. The seventh day, I want you to rest from your Work, And so the Sabbath day for you and I is a day that we rest from our job. We rest from our work. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't go out and and mow your yard. Some of you mowing your yard is therapeutic. Not for me. Oh, no, it's not that's called work for me I told you about my, my my smooth hands praise the Lord so some of you that's good for you and you want to go out and, and work on on your garden or go out work in your flower bed and that's that's enjoyment for you that that's relaxing for you you can do that on your Sabbath day some of you want to go golfing or go shopping but what I'm saying what I'm saying is the Sabbath day you don't have to stay home all day and just sleep the Sabbath is actually a gift and it's the gift to get you away from your work so that you can rest. And some of you have the Sabbath day framed up all wrong. You think to yourself, oh, here goes God again. All of these rules, all of these regulations, God's always got these rules trying to hinder my life, trying to harm my life. And God goes, no, 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 no. The Sabbath is a gift I'm giving you. It's a gift not to harm you, but to help you. It's a gift to give you life instead of death. It's a gift to make you sharp instead of dull. It's a gift for your life. And for the next few moments, I want to give you six gifts. The Sabbath provides your life. Six gifts the Sabbath provides your life. And the first gift is this, the gift of obedience. The gift of obedience. Did you realize that in God's top ten list, his top ten all time, what makes the list is taking one day off every day, every week. Taking one day off of work. It makes the top ten list. matter of fact, in Exodus chapter 20, God lists out the ten commandments. And and here's God's top ten. Do not have any other God before me. Do not have any idols or graven images. Do not take the Lord's name in vain. Number four, honor your father and mother. You must not kill. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not give false testimony against your neighbor. Number nine, you must not covet and remember The Sabbath, hard to believe, but taking a day off from work every week is actually one of God's 10 commandments. What God is saying is this is very important to me. Matter of fact, it was so important that in the Old Testament that people were put to death if they did not keep the Sabbath day. Exodus chapter 31 verse 14 says, observe the Sabbath because it is holy to you. Anyone who desecrates it is to be put to death. Those who do any work on that day must be cut off from their people. When I read this this week and I was studying, you know what I thought? Thank God we're not under the old covenant because I'd be dead and so would you. But, but, but the reality is some of you consistently violate the Sabbath day. You consistently violate this command, and you're bringing death to areas of your life. And you, you, you look at your, your marriage relationship, and, and it, it's struggling. There's death happening, and, and some of you don't even realize it's, it's work. And you just work all the time, seven days a week, work, 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 and, and it's producing death in an area of your life. Some of you, it's neglecting your, your children neglecting your family, and you're not, you're not investing in, in your children because just, you're just working 24-7, and you have nothing left to give. You're, you're present, but you're not present. And, and it's just producing death in your life. Some of you, get your health, and you haven't made the connection, but you work all the time, all the time, all the time, 24-7, seven days a week. You're always working, and it's, it's harming your own health. Some of you cannot figure out, I am working all the time, seven days a week, and I'm not near as effective as I used to be. Why am I not being as effective as I used to be? Because your ax is getting dull. Because you're not taking time to rest. You're not enjoying the gift of the Sabbath. And the primary reason why you and I don't take a Sabbath day is because we trust us more than we trust God. And whenever we trust us more than we trust God. Will violate his commands, and that's exactly what the Israelites did. The Israelites had a hard time trusting God. It says in Exodus chapter 16, verse 27, some of the people went out anyway. Now, they knew what God said take a Sabbath day, but they went out. Anyway, on the seventh day, but they found no food. The Lord asked Moses, how long will these people refuse to obey my commands and instructions? And God told the Israelites, for six days, work and gather food. On the seventh day, do not go out and gather food. But some of them did not trust God. And they went out anyways to gather food, but there was no provision. And just like the Israelites... It's easy for you and I, if we're not careful, to go out anyways. And some of you find yourself there. You know what the Scripture says, but you go out anyways, and, and you know you're supposed to take off a day of work every week, but you go to work seven days a week anyways. You return the work emails seven days a week anyways. You return the work text seven days a week anyways anyways. You, you answer the work phone calls seven days a week anyways. And, and God would say to you and me, just like he said to Israel, how long will you choose to disobey me? How long will you believe that your way is right and my way is wrong? How, how long will you believe that your wisdom is better than, than my wisdom? And I love what the psalmist said in Psalms chapter 20 and verse number seven. He says, some trust in chariots. Some in horses, some trust in chariots, some trust in their job, some trust in horses, some trust in their money, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. People's church, I want to just say over all of us today, let's be people that trust in God instead of in money, instead of in our job. Let's be people that trust in the Lord, not in chariots, not in horses, not in our job, not in our possessions, but in the Lord. And it's not always easy. You know, I, I have my Sabbath day on Fridays. And I have to be honest with you. Every Thursday, at the end of the day, about, I usually go on a date with my wife on Thursdays and get home. I usually try to wrap up and finish up work. It's usually 10, 11 o'clock at night. I'm trying to get work done. And, and every time when I'm finishing up Thursday night, I think to myself, I really need to work tomorrow. <laughs> Because I I, anybody like me, I never get to the end of Thursday at the end of the night thinking to myself, wow, everything is just where I want it to be. I can just take off tomorrow. Whew, it's going to go perfect. I never, I'm, I'm never there. Every Thursday night I look and I think there's no way I can take off tomorrow. I've got so much to get done. But I take a Sabbath day and I take 24 hours consecutively off. And I, I rest. And it's hard for me because I like to work. I work 55, 60, 70 hours a week. I like to work. I like to produce. I believe I'm called to produce. I, I enjoy work. But I realize if I'm going to have my ax sharp, I've got to take off 24 hours. Now, about 6 o'clock on Saturday morning, I wake up. I'm like, whoo, time to work. <laughs> but I took 24 hours off. Some of you say, Pastor, how, how do I do that? What, what, what if an emergency happens? And what do I do? Well, God knows emergencies happen, and he addresses this in Luke chapter 14 and verse number 5. And he says, listen, I know he's talking about the Sabbath. He says, if one of your ox falls into the well, you don't leave the ox there. He says, it's, it's the Sabbath day, but you go out and you get the ox out the well. So, so I understand that emergencies happen. So if one of our campuses gets hit by a big tornado on Friday and the office calls me and says, Pastor, the church has been hit and devastated by a tornado. I'm not going to say, hey, it's Friday. It's my Sabbath. Call me tomorrow. I mean, I'm not going to do that. It's an emergency. So I'm going to help. I'm going to have to work that day to help. But the problem is when every week's an emergency and we're not taking our Sabbath day. It's a gift to us. It's a gift to bless our life. Number two is this. Number two, here's another gift of the Sabbath, the gift of blessings. You got to catch this. You got to take your Sabbath because it's the, God wants to give you the gift of blessings. Genesis chapter number 2 and verse 2 says, by the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he, re- he rested from all his work. Then God blessed. Catch this. God blessed the seventh day. And made it holy. Because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. That there is a blessing on the Sabbath day. So let me say it to you like this. If you violate the Sabbath, you miss out on blessings from God. Exodus chapter 20 verse 11 says, For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed He blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So when we honor the Sabbath day, we experience blessings from God. Let me show you an example here in the scriptures in Exodus chapter 16 and verse 22. It says on the sixth day. They gathered twice as much, two omers for each person. And the leaders of the community came and reported this to Moses. He told them, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow we we will be a day of complete rest, a holy Sabbath day set apart for the Lord. So bake or boil as much as you want today and set aside what is left for tomorrow. So they put some aside until morning just as Moses had commanded. And in the morning, the leftover food, food was wholesome and good without maggots or odor Moses said eat this food today for today is a sabbath day dedicated to the lord there will be no food on the ground today you may gather the food for 6 days But the seventh day is the Sabbath. There there will be no food on the ground. So so six days, you got to catch this. Six days, God provided enough manna that lasted them seven days. Six days they worked, and God blessed their work, and there was excess left over to provide for them on the seventh day because of the blessing of the Lord. It's kind of like... The tithe. When you give God the first ten percent of your income, God blesses the other ninety percent. You are much better off with ninety percent of your income with God's blessings than keeping a hundred percent of your income without God's blessings. And it's the same way with the Sabbath day. You are better off if you give God one day a week by taking it off, and then God will bless the other six days. But if you don't take off one day a week, then God's not able to bless the other six days the way that he wants them to. I'll say it to you like this. Six days of work with God's blessings is always better than seven days of work without his blessings. There's a blessing on the Sabbath day. Give God one, he'll bless the rest. Just like your time. You give God the first, he'll bless the rest. Give God one day a week and he will bless the other days. The gift of blessings. Number three is this, the gift of refreshing. The gift of refreshing. Notice in Exodus chapter 31, verse 16. The people of Israel must keep the Sabbath day by by observing it from generation to generation this is a covenant obligation for all time it is a permanent sign of my covenant with the people of israel for in six days the lord made heaven and earth but on the seventh day he stopped working and was refreshed so so interesting god was refreshed this messes up theologians god was refreshed so interesting and powerful that the god of the universe who never sleeps who never slumbers who never gets tired nor weary. That the scripture says on the seventh day, not only did he rest, but he was refreshed. And what the Bible is referring to is for six days, God breathed out. He breathed out. God, he was speaking things in the, into existence. He was speaking things like, let there be light. He, he spoke man into existence, and he breathed. He breathed the breath of life into Adam, and he became a living being. Six days, God, he breathed out. But on the seventh day, God breathed in. He took a deep breath and enjoyed his creation. You, you, you've heard the old saying, let me catch my breath. Let me catch my breath. And, and the Sabbath day is a day for you to catch your breath. It's a day for you to be refreshed. You do not work to rest. You rest to work. You've got to rest to work. If you're going to give your best at your job, if your axe is going to be sharp, you've got to rest to work. You rest well so you can work well. And if you don't take a Sabbath, the Sabbath is going to take you there are a lot of people suffering and dealing with problems and they're not connecting the dots that it's because they're working themselves to death they never take a day a day off and it's showing up with health problems it's showing up with with stress it's showing up with depression it's showing up with relational problems with marriage and, and children and, and friends and God says listen the Sabbath is a gift for your life to refresh you so that your acts can be sharp. Number four is this. I want you to see a, a fourth gift, and that is the gift of time management. The, the Sabbath provides you the gift of time management. Exodus chapter 16, verse 22. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much. So, so for six days, the Israelites gathered, for five days, they gathered food for one day. But on the sixth day, they had to actually plan and, and, and manage things so they could have food on the last day. So, so the Sabbath actually required them to plan. It required them to manage their time and their resources well. Let me say it to you like this. The Sabbath will not happen by accident. You will have to plan out your weeks so that you can enjoy the gift of the Sabbath. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 5 says, careful planning. I love this out the message Bible. Careful planning puts you ahead in the long run. Hurry and scurry put you further behind. And some of you are living a life of hurry and scurry. Hurry and and scurry. And it's not putting you ahead. It's putting you further behind. Hurry and scurry every day. Hurry and scurry instead of taking your day up. Hurry and scurry. Oh, Pastor, I just don't have enough time in the day. I just got to work. I don't have enough to Hurry and scurry. But the scripture says careful planning puts you ahead in the long run. And let me tell you what I have to do to take a Sabbath day. I actually have to sit down and have careful planning. I plan out my schedule. If I don't, I'll never take a Sabbath day. So I sit down and I plan out. My October's already planned out. I know where my meetings are. I know when my meetings are. I know where I'm meeting. I plan it out. Now, some I got four kids. Sometimes that ain't all planned out, praise the Lord, but you know what I'm saying. But, But I plan my life out as well as I can, and I block off my Fridays. People come try to say, hey, can you meet on Fridays? Nope, I already got an appointment. It's all day. It's with the Lord. It's blocked off. I I block it off on my, if I don't, I will live life reacting. If I don't plan my calendar, if I don't have careful plan, I'm reacting because life is busy. There's always something going on. There's always a need. There's always a demand. So I have to block off the Sabbath day on my calendar by planning my calendar out. Just look at your neighbor and just say this. He's not preaching to me, but I'm glad you came to church today. Go ahead and tell him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is not for me. I'm good. But I know you need this. Today, number five is this. Let me tell you the fifth gift, the gift of priorities. Here's what the Sabbath provides you, the gift of priorities. To successfully manage our time, we must have a list of our priorities. And let me say this, church, if everything is important, then nothing is important. And some of you, you say, I I just, you know, I I, I just can't take a day off because I got so much to do. I got so much to do. I mean, there's so much to do. And you're just running everywhere, hurry and scurry. And listen, you got a list of 200 things and you're pretending like everything is equal. That list of 200 is not all equal. And what the Sabbath day does, it forces you to prioritize your life around the priorities that really Matter. Luke chapter 4 and verse 16 says, when he, referring to Jesus, when Jesus came to the village of Nazareth, his boyhood home, he went as usual. Come on, everybody say as usual. usual. So key, he went as usual to the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up to read the scriptures. So on the Sabbath, the scripture says Jesus went to church as usual. He, he read the scriptures as usual. Jesus focused on what was most important. The Sabbath day helped him focus on the as usuals. And you and I, we got to have as usuals in our life. And that's what the Sabbath day helps you focus on your as usuals. Your 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 priorities. The Sabbath day helps you focus on God You're first. You're first. The Sabbath day helps you focus on God. I, gotta, I, I need church. Jesus went to the synagogue. I need church. Church is a part of my weekly rhythm. I'm, I'm always surprised when I, when I meet people in, in the lobby and, and they say something like this to me. They say, oh, pastor, whoo, that message blessed me today. I, I wasn't planning on coming to church today, but I woke up and I felt like, oh, and I just decided to come on to church. And I'm like, what? That wasn't on your calendar? Like, like you just decided today? Like your, your week is not planned out to come to church. That's not a priority. That's not a, as usual. To read your Bible every day as usual. To pray every day as usual. To spend time with your, 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 your family as usual. The, 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 the Sabbath day helps you prioritize your life. Because if everything is important, then nothing is important. And the Sabbath day helps me so much. When I took off Friday, I processed, I thought about my life and what really matters and the as usuals in my own life. And I, my kids are all old enough and they're all in school. And I got to spend some time with my wife and coffee together and talked. And kids got out of school and took them on a little family date and we ate pizza together. It's some as usuals in, in my life and focusing on what really matters and the Sabbath day helps you prioritize your life around what really matters. Number six is this. Number six is this. There's a sixth gift that, that I, I, God wants you to experience with the Sabbath, and that is the gift of worship. The gift of worship. Notice in Exodus 20 in verse number eight, it says, remember, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the Sabbath day is a Sabbath, notice this, to the Lord your God. you got to catch this. The seventh, the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. The Sabbath is not unto you. It's unto God. The Sabbath is not just for you. It's for the Lord. It, it's a Sabbath day unto the Lord, for the Lord. Yes, God's going to bless you. God's gonna, he's going he's gonna to refresh you. But the Sabbath day is a day for the Lord. Taking a Sabbath day reminds us that Jesus is Lord and we are not. It's a day unto the Lord. Ezekiel chapter 20 and verse 12 says, And I gave them my Sabbath days of rest. A sign between them, a sign, I, I like that. As a matter of fact, I, I almost had a, a seventh point in my message because one of the gifts of the, of the Sabbath is, is to be a witness. It didn't make the cut but I'm sliding in here anyways. You see, Israel, the Israelites took one day off a week and all the surrounding nations thought, what are y'all doing? Work, make some money, Get, 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 get some more produce, get some more savings, get out there and work and the surrounding nations were working seven days a week, but, but Israel, they were taking one day off a week. It was a witness. It was a sign, and everybody else, all the nations around them like, what are y'all doing? And they would share, well, we're doing this unto the Lord. It's a, when you take one day off a week, and, and you could go to work for overtime, but you say, no, I'm doing this unto the Lord. It's a witness to those around you. Sabbath days of rest is a sign between them and me. It was to, notice this, to remind them that I am the Lord who set them apart to be holy. When we take a Sabbath day, we're reminded, we remind ourselves that, 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 that He is God. Jesus is Lord. We are not. When we take the Sabbath day, we're reminded God is my source. God is my provider. God will meet all my needs. He is God and I am not and I honor Him. I am not my provider. I am not my God. I don't worship me. I don't worship my job. I don't worship money. I don't worship possessions. I take a day off because I worship God. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is my provider. I do look to Him. I take a day off to worship you. My life belongs to you. I honor you. That's what the Sabbath is all about. He is my God. He is my King.